is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, August 30th. It is around 3.01 p.m. here in San Diego, California. And today on In The Fight, we are going to be reacting, reviewing Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley that went down last night. We will also then at the very end be looking at Darren Till versus Derek Brunson. They're headlining this weekend's UFC Fight Night event on September 4th, I think it is. Um, and which should be a really good scrap. So, without further ado, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, Derek Brunson, Darren Till. This is In The Fight. What's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning into In The Fight. I guess we will start things off in what is the talk of the town once again in the combat sports world. Jake Paul defeats Tyron Woodley via split decision last night. That's on Sunday. Today's Monday. Tomorrow, the episode will be coming out Tuesday, Apple, Spotify. You guys know the drill because you're already listening. But Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul, once again, dominating the headlines, dominating social media engagement. And, you know, it, it truly does feel like Jake has unlocked, you know, this secret success, the secret code. And really, I think it's been passed down on from Floyd Mayweather ultimately. But People are going to be tuning in. They will be willing to pay, it sounds like, to see him lose. That is the model. That is the goal. That is the game plan for Jake Paul. Get people to pay. Get people to pay attention. Get people to tune in to see, I want to see that guy lose. I don't think a lot of people even know why they want to see Jake Paul lose. I don't think people even know what Jake Paul does because I I know and I don't even know. So, you know, I'm a 24-year-old kid working in content, and I don't even know exactly what it is that Jake Paul does, but he's doing something. He's doing something. For the last 18 months, he's been training his ass off to be a pro boxer, and, you know, you, this, that, and whatever, the ugly, the good, bad, I, tomato, tomato, fugazi, is fugazi, is woozy, is wazi. The guy's training, okay? You don't beat Tyron Woodley. Without training, this guy's taking it as legit, as seriously, as pretty much a pro boxer would. Now, is he a pro boxer? No, um, no, he's not. He's not going to compete against you know an amateur Olympian. He's not going to compete against a pro his size. I like the people that are saying that. I, I think it's on the crazy side. Like that's not what he's doing. He is selling tickets though. So continuing down this path of. Competing against MMA guys in boxing is really interesting. It's a really interesting model. I think the ego and, and the narcissism of a fighter is is what he's doing. He's feeding into that. Oh, you can't beat Jake Paul. You can't beat Jake Paul in a boxing match. This is a toughness thing. You know, no, um, boxing and MMA are two different games. I, I'm not saying anything that's that new or relevant here, but I'm intrigued and fascinated by his game plan. Um, but here's the deal, and, and let me get into my spiel about the celebrity fights, about what Jake Paul has done. Yeah, let, let's get into this. So, so many people want to know 
my opinion on the celebrity fights. You know, I'm the average I'm the average Joe at home, guys. Like I'm I'm one of you. I'm I'm not some wizard when it comes to the fight game. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan since I was really young, boxing and MMA alike. You know, both of it, all of it. I've, I've been a fan a long time. I'm only 24, but at the same time, it's like I've been a fan of this shit for 20 plus years. Jake Paul and these celebrity fights are like Transformers. Okay, I wrote about this when he fought Ben Askren, but he's like Transformers. He's like Fast and Furious. He's like any other big blockbuster action franchise series. When you go to the theaters, yeah, you can go see an Oscar-winning film that truly embraces cinema. You could go see an indie film at Sundance. You could see the best actor nominees and watch all their movies. But there's also movies out there that are not trying to be that. They're just trying to sell tickets, grab the attention of the audience, and make people have a good time. I think for the most part, he's succeeding in doing that. I think these fight nights for Jake Paul fans have been entertaining and they've been really fun. Now, Transformers 1, super fun. I love Transformers. You know what I mean? Like, getting high, watching Transformers with the homies. Like, that is, for the last 10 years, that's a huge part of like my friendships is I love Transformers, but that that fades that fades away and it wears off that that kind of magic that luster after Transformers one and and I talked about it in the one thirty seven p.m. team meeting today. Everyone's like, "Yo, what do you think?" I'm like, "It's like Transformers, you know. It does fade after a while, and then you feel the desperation to do something new, to do something different." And you've seen like how Fast and Furious has kind of coped with that, where it's like, oh, the next movie, there's got to be a bigger, badder stunt. Um, so it's like Transformers. Jake Paul, these celebrity fights, they're like Transformers. Don't expect anything crazy. Or do expect something crazy. Don't expect anything incredible, true to the craft, whatever it might be. Um, and... That's just the way it is. You know, I like Transformers. I also like the low budget indie films like Wind River or the Best Picture nominations from two years ago, whatever it might be. You can like both. But I think they're going to run into, you know, eventually you got to step it up more and more and more. And eventually, you know, it'll have to be a boxer. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not sure. But that's how I view it. It's like Transformers. When it comes to the actual fight between Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley, like, you know, obviously Woodley lands the huge shot that, that dropped, or no, excuse me, sent Paul through part of the ropes. And, and, you know, if the ropes aren't there, that's a knockdown. And even with the ropes there, I think the ref should have called that a knockdown. But Paul doing what he's kind of seems to be wanting to create his image in terms of a boxer, which is... You know, I'm going to compete against guys who are slightly smaller and I'm going to use that jab. I think for the most part, most people don't understand or realize how big Jake and Logan are. They're big guys, over six feet tall, over 200 pounds. Um, and they're big. And if you know how to jab and keep someone away, like you're going to have some success doing it. So, you know, they're talking about like Conor McGregor, Conor fighting at 155, 170 on occasion here and there. Fighting at 190 or 200 pounds, it's going to be tricky. 
I think Connor is a better boxer than Tyron Woodley. I, I can't even believe I'm talking about this right now, but that's the world what we're in right now, and these numbers are doing crazy things. People are interested. They're genuinely interested. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on was people are like, oh, Jake Paul made $75 million. I don't. I'm not going to speculate on how much money he made, but I am fascinated by this number right here. I tweeted earlier this morning. I don't know how Jake quote. I don't know how Jake Paul, Tyron Woolley made any money. I asked my Instagram followers, "Did you pay for the fight, or did you find an illegal stream?" Seventy-six of my followers found an illegal stream. Only four paid for the fight. Let me say that again. Seventy-six found an illegal stream of the fight, and only four paid for it. I'm not a numbers guy, but let me tell you, that can't be fucking good. That cannot be good. Um, I don't know how you fix that problem. I don't know if that was part of their expectations is that a ton of people would be streaming it illegally, but whatever numbers that they're saying they are bringing in, it has to be less. 76 to 4. 76 to 4. That is unbelievable. Holy smokes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've probably already talked too much already on Woodley versus Paul, but um, it was interesting. You know, Woodley came in good shape. I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch, I guess. That, that would be of interest, and, you know, someone's got to get a finish. That would probably be the next step in this evolution. But, anyways, that's a wrap. Jake Paul, time Woodley. We're done with it. We can move on. And we'll finish up the episode today. We'll, we'll look ahead to the UFC's main event this weekend. Um, we have Darren Till versus Derek Brunson. That's Saturday, September 4th. It's an earlier fight. It's 1 p.m. Pacific time. That's 4 Eastern time. And so for the folks out across the pond, that was a really bad English accent, uh, you get the earlier fight time this weekend. Uh, Derek Brunson coming off of a five-round decision win over... Kevin Holland, which he looked pretty good. Um, yeah, it's always nice to see Derek Brunson. He also had a knockout last year. So Derek Brunson on a little bit of a, a little bit of a roll. What do you know? Derek Brunson kind of turned it around. It felt like there for a little bit he was on the verge of maybe getting bounced from the UFC, but the dude's kind of rolling right now and the wrestling seems to work. So he'll be taking on Darren the Gorilla Till. Darren is coming off of a loss, correct, last year to Robert Whitaker. Before that, he had the win over Kelvin Gaslam, and before that, he had the knockout loss to Jorge Masvidal. Um, it's a really exciting fight. It's a great fight at 185. Um, I think with a spectacular win for Darren Till, I don't think he jumps Whitaker. That seems probably unfair. Uh... And Derek Brunson, you know, it certainly won't happen, especially the way um, Izzy had so much success against Derek Brunson when they fought earlier in their careers. But yeah, Derek looks good. Darren Till, you know, on a win. And I think any time that he puts together any sort of momentum, he's going to get a lot of love, right? Like he, he's good on the mic. He has a somewhat f exciting fighting style with a few exceptions where he kind of goes for the point for point thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. No no predictions, obviously. I, I never really give you guys the predictions, but it's an exciting fight. I'm pretty fired up on it. Saturday, September 4th, 
Darren Till, Derek Brunson. I don't think either way a winner gets a shot at the title, but they do put themselves in a pretty good spot in this division, and uh, 185 starting to stack up and get really, really exciting. All right, folks, that's a wrap. In the fight, we went over Jake Paul, Tyron Willie. I probably did too much. I apologize, but a lot of fun uh, to be had, I guess, during these fight nights. You know, it's like Transformers. It, it can be a little bit of fun. I don't know what your expectations are, but um, it can be a little bit of fun if you just kind of come in with a, a blank mindset, don't really expect too much, and just try and have a good time with some friends, crack some jokes, and uh, enjoy the combat, you know, or enjoy the hostilities, my friends, as Robin Black would say. And then we looked ahead to Darren Till versus Derek Brunson. Nothing too crazy in terms of analysis, but Derek Brunson, for the first time in a while, has kind of put together a nice little win streak, and he's got himself a a really big opportunity here with Darren Till in front of him. So we will see who comes out victorious. Uh, happy Labor Day, everyone. Hope you guys enjoyed the long weekend, and thank you for tuning into In The Fight. This is 1.37 p.m. Own your future. Start this minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.